0: Welcome to the Guts to Share Deeply podcast. I'm your host, Krista, and I'm your host,
1: Brittany. Do you have the guts to share deeply? We do. Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome back. Today's episode, we are so excited to do. It's really special. and We've been waiting to do this for so long uh, mm. since we really put it out and asked and had the idea. This is finally our Q&A. Yay! Yay. I'm excited Uh, about this one. Me too. So we got some really good questions from a bunch of different people. So first off, we want to thank those of you who asked the questions. Yes,
0: thank you. Thank
1: you so much. So um, that is what can make this possible for today. Mm -hmm. So we're really excited to dive in. Um, We feel like the first couple questions are really good and pretty deep. So they're definitely very conversation provoking questions. (laughs) Um, so we actually sat down together before we started recording this and we kind of went over all of the questions, um, particularly these first two that are pretty deep and personal. Um, so we've kind of jotted down some notes here, um, of how we kind of wanted to answer together for Mm -hmm. these two questions. Um, so we're going to go ahead and dive right in. Let's go. All right. So the first question was, my question is, how do you feel like your childhood benefited you? What do you think is the silver lining in your pain and isolation? First off, I have to say about my voice real quick. Pause. (laughs) So sorry. It is still (laughs) hoarse. It is still bad. So I just sound whack. Um, But I'm going to try to talk the best I can right now. Okay, so to that question, um, we kind of jotted down um, a couple answers because we really felt like it provoked a conversation out of us more. So we kind of just jotted down what we were, you know, conversating about. Um, So for one, we feel like it really pushed us to seek God um, and develop a faith and something we feel gives us purpose and hope and something to rely on. Um, something to trust and really brought a lot of healing to us. Um, so one of the things we discussed in the growing up isolated episodes, um, was like our first out was church, yeah. uh, and God, and, um, you know, that I think will always, always stick with us. It was always a positive that our situation kind of drove us to that, um, and being our first out and developing, not just friends, but really a family um, through our church and people that we could rely on and trust. And they helped us realize a lot and helped us get through a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like that, you know, we just developed so much of our faith because of our situation and through that. So...
0: Yes, and I can agree.
1: Yeah. And then um, I feel like a silver lining would be um, the character developed in us. You know, we talked a lot about this. We feel like we are very authentic, genuine, raw, (laughs) real, caring, loving people because of the situation and because maybe we felt like we didn't receive so much of that. It's like we want to make sure those around us or each other felt that. And and we were kind of also made to give that to each other growing up um, and really just love each other, support each other, you know, be there for each other. And so that developed a lot of those characteristics in each of us that we've now taken into our, you know, individual lives, (laughs) Um, individual selves and other friendships, relationships, things like that. Um, And I think that. That is definitely a positive. And we also have very thick skin and we're very brave and courageous.
0: <laughs> and we've had to be brave, you know, yes. and do things that were hard. Right. With yeah. Just the situation.
1: But because we've had to, we really developed that. And I think that's great. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's a positive. It's something we can look at and say, that's a silver lining. That's a positive to it, you know? Yeah. Um, and it, has helped us when we had to kind of get out and face the real world it helps to have a thick skin
0: it really did help with that
1: (laughs) yes and be brave and courageous and I think we are and I think that's really beautiful Mm -hmm. Um, and because we've had to work so hard to get out of the situation and build a better life for ourselves we feel like it's definitely developed a very strong work ethic (laughs) in us Um, You know, we believe in our dreams. We strive after them. We really strive at many things, and we push and push and fight, and we've never given up. We've always found a way. Always. (laughs) Through the entire situation, and I feel like that helps us in our lives today to keep finding a way in anything and pushing through and you know, we have a really strong work ethic because of it, um, especially at young ages. So I think that it's great, you know, and, yeah. and that definitely came from hafting to. Um, but right. it's turned into a positive. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's good. Um, and then we also discussed us siblings having such a special bond and trust between each other. That we really feel like is like no other,
0: you know. Yeah, it is. It is great. <laughs> yes, it really is.
1: Yeah, and like I've had a lot of people say to me, like, "Oh my gosh, you and your siblings are so close. Like me and mine don't even speak. Me and <laughs> mine. Oh my gosh, I hate mine. How are you so close? How are you?" So... And like to me, I'm like in disbelief, you know, hearing that <laughs> because really because of our situation is the reason we yeah. have this trust and this bond. Um that I think even many other people wouldn't because we've had to. And the things we've endured and experienced together are things that our friends have not, are things that people on the outside have not. Even like significant others have not. Mm -hmm. So having each other to kind of come back to if we want to talk about it or really relate and have someone that, was right there with us through it. That's really special. And that's it something we don't have with anybody else. So it really created this bond and this trust and this deep, deep care for one another and one another's well being, mm-hmm. I think overall. Um, so I feel like that's really special. You know, we've it all yeah. stayed really close and stay in contact and stay really caring about each other. And I think that's really special. Um, and then we feel one of the biggest silver linings is this right here. <laughs> yeah. Being able to help other people, help those who maybe have gone through the same situation, who are going through the same situation, those who maybe are confused about their situation, so many different aspects, but we are able to share our stories, our experiences, um and really help other people and do something like a
0: podcast <laughs> yeah and like it's such a great way to reach others yeah and if this were me years ago I would have liked something like this yeah you know so I think if we can bring it now yes. and do something like this and that's just such a great thing
1: yes and that's definitely like our heart you know I think mm-hmm. we've been able to find purpose out of our situation yeah and that's definitely helped us to create, um, you know, a positive outlook on it and find the silver linings. Um, just like getting to help people right here. That's a silver lining to us. Um, that's a big one. So yeah, that's how we feel about that. Um, so then the next question, um, do you have resentment towards your parents for this neglect? I feel like that's a very loaded question. Yeah. (laughs) Um, One, I said this to you earlier when we were discussing it. And I'm sure those who are listening have probably heard this quote once or twice on the internet floating around. Um, Anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. So that's very true for us. And we can feel like, you know, yeah, we might even feel in the right to have anger or resentment or be upset um, in this situation but we can't live like that you know you can't just constantly be filled with anger and resentment it's really at this point for us not changing anything Mm -hmm. and not helping us to move forward um So there's that. And I think we've been able to let go of a lot of anger towards our one parent by accepting who they are and that we cannot change them. We can't change what they did. We can't change what they do. We can't control or change what's happened or what happens. Exactly. And being able to realize that and come to that point is I think one of the biggest routes to letting go
0: mm-hmm.
1: and not holding on to the resentment and you know being able to move forward and create a better life for ourselves to know that we can heal we can move on we never have to accept that kind of abuse or mistreatment we don't have to live our lives in that way any longer um and just accepting it and moving on and I think um that has helped us tremendously you know to let go truly and not every day live with like anger and resentment and you know All these negative feelings and thoughts.
0: Oh, right. And like you said, just trying to, like, focus on what you can do now. Right. And, you know, moving, moving, moving forward. Right.
1: Yes, I agree. And, you know, I think towards our father, there was definitely a lot of feelings of anger Mm -hmm. and upset. Um. I think when we were growing up, and we got to the point that we started realizing the situation was not good, not normal, not okay. It's like we kind of looked to him to be like, "Why are you allowing this yeah. to continue? Why aren't you doing something about it? Why, you know?" Um, I think more so as children, we felt that way, and you know, now, especially being out of the situation, you know, we've been able to obviously talk with him a lot about these feelings and these thoughts and understand him and that he was also being abused and neglected and controlled and threatened. And in some ways, I would say even worse. I mean, he was in a relationship with this other parent Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and you know, he was scared. He'd never see us again. If he tried to do something drastic, you know, he was so controlled and abused himself and just wanting his family, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, um, and trying to continue fighting for that. And at the end of the day, he would not leave us. He would not risk losing us. So it's like he really stuck around and endured all that he did for us. And until it could come to a point that we could safely get out. Yeah. Together. And now that that's happened, it's been a really healing, beautiful thing. You know, we've been able to have a lot of these conversations and work through a lot of these things with him. Mm-hmm. I don't feel upset or resentment or anger towards him. I have a lot of forgiveness and grace towards him because I understand that he didn't choose the situation either. And he experienced just about as much as we did from the same person. Yeah. Um, And also, I think, you know, we actually wrote this down because we said it while we were conversating. There is a clear difference between an imperfect parent and a parent who chooses to abuse and neglect and harm the kids. Mm -hmm. You know, our father didn't do that our father was not abusive and <laughs> choosing to harm us left and right you know do things that are so traumatizing and harmful he was just not he certainly is not perfect but who is nobody no one is perfect right nobody yeah. no parent is perfect but there's a clear difference between you're not a perfect parent, which is okay because no parent is, or person,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and a person or a parent who is choosing to do harm, to abuse, to hurt the children or you. So that is also something we realized: there mm-hmm. is a clear difference, and also a difference you said it earlier between a parent or a person who is sorry and is striving to heal and make better and do better.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: And one that is just not.
0: There's a big difference there. Big difference. And you can see and tell.
1: (laughs) Yes. And that is something, you know, we've experienced both of, you know, one that is sorry one that is trying their hardest. One that is willing to work through things with us and change and better. And one that doesn't. One that continues to try to harm and abuse us, if anything. And does not seem sorry. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's how we feel about that. Um. <laughs> it's kind of a loaded moment, uh, very raw and honest there. But um, that that is our honest um
0: feelings on it. So yes, we both kind of agree on all of that.
1: Yeah. So um, I guess to lighten the mood a little bit, <laughs> it feels weird trying to move on from
0: that. It's so loaded, it's
1: like that needs to be a whole separate podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but great question. Thank you so much for that question. Um, we we really. Like to just be raw and honest about it, you know, and our thoughts and feelings. So there it is. Um. Okay. And then, are y'all twins?
0: How? That is old so are funny. You? Well, so hmm. am I no. going to have to sh- say it? <laughs> no. We are not twins. You're not twins. We're Disclaimer actually, we're not twins. Yeah, we are not. And we are actually seven, seven years apart correct so i'm 29 (laughs) and i am 22 (laughs) So everyone's always well every everyone's shocked shocked now they're like what
1: (laughs) 29 22 there you have it but i thought this when i read this question i laughed because (laughs) when we worked at mcdonald's together i was usually in the first window taking the orders you were in the second <laughs> window giving out the orders.
0: I remember you telling me this. This is so funny. Oh, my gosh.
1: There was a couple times. And one time somebody said, I think when they came to your window, they go, <gasps> how'd you get there so fast? Weren't you just in the first window? Yes. Yeah. And you were like, uh, yeah. oh, no, that's my sister. And we just laughed so hard about that. Um, people did think. We were twins, and actually fun fact we don't even share the same father,
0: yeah, and we have yeah, which is even we have different fathers <laughs> uh biologically, um, so yeah,
1: it's funny, but we do look so much alike, I think like our yeah. skin tone, our hair, the texture of our hair. Um
0: I mean like you like I mean yeah. I mean you I mean you like you can definitely tell that we are sisters. Yes. And really? I do think we yeah. do look alike in ways. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um so I think it's so funny we are we're very we're soul sisters too.
0: And that yeah. um, you know, very strong soul
1: sisters. We've established this. So I think it's so great that we look so much alike, too. But, yeah, people say, like, especially if we wear the same hairstyle, because a lot at McDonald's, like, we had to wear a hat, so we'd, our hair be pulled back. So, like, they would think from, especially from the back, like, with our hair yeah. and the texture and the color, that, like, it was the same person. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think that was so funny. Um, and then we got that question. I'm like, oh, my gosh, someone thinks we're twins. Oh, my gosh. We're not even close in age. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, um, there you have it. We're not twins and we're seven years apart <laughs> <laughs> and we don't have the same biological father.
0: The person that, <laughs> right. that, that asked that question is like, oh, what? I'm very shocked now.
1: Uh, yes. And then where do you live? We live in Maryland.
0: In Maryland. <laughs>
1: Marylanders. Yeah. Um, we live in Maryland. Yes. And what do you love most about podcasting? I love this
0: question. I thought it was such
1: a good question. It comes from someone we actually know pretty personally. So I was like, that's such a good question.
0: I Um, like that question. Yeah. Yes.
1: What do you love most about podcasting? Um, I mean, getting to help people. That's always, we kind of always
0: repeat that. That's what I always say. Like, that's what I start, start with saying. Yeah. But that really is our heart. And that
1: is why we want to do it to get to help others by sharing our stories sharing our experiences sharing our advice and that's what we love so much about it if we can reach anybody even if it's one person and it can help help them out of a similar situation Mm -hmm. um that is what we really really want and I think also we love getting to do it together yeah yeah that too yeah like it's so great a lot of people I know like do solo podcasting and all that getting to have like be sisters and we get to sit here and share this accomplishment and this thing that's so unique and special um you know when i tell people like yeah me and my sister have a podcast they're like what
0: <laughs>
1: you and your sister like and it's something i feel like we both are so proud of together And we enjoy having each other, you know, maybe when one is struggling a little bit more, the other can help, you know, one maybe is feeling down a little bit, the other can help. We're here together. We're doing it together. We're supporting each other. It makes it so much more motivating.
0: I know. Yeah. And it's more (laughs) fun, too.
1: Yeah. It's fun. Just
0: being alone and doing it. It's like you have someone else there.
1: Yes. And we can kind of bounce off of each other. Like when we are answering, especially some of those harder questions, deeper questions, being able to sit and conversate together and bounce off each other and bounce off ideas, um, and kind of help each other get to the result. Um, is so wonderful. I love it. it is. <laughs> I love it. I could not imagine doing this by myself. I would not do it if it was by myself. So, um, yeah, I love getting to do it with you. So yeah, we Same just, here. <laughs> we enjoy it, you know, together. So it's fine. Um, Okay. And then these are some more, um, a little bit deeper questions. So I'm going to start with, and I know you have some notes about these two. Oh,
0: yeah. Let me pull them out.
1: Yes. I'm going to start with, um, because this one kind of goes for both of us. How did you decide to get closer to God and seek a relationship with him? How has that impacted your life? For myself, I would answer, I decided... I think going to church was a big decision to getting closer to God. Mm-hmm. Um and seeking more of that relationship aspect, not just reading some of the Bible and kind of believing it. It was like really having more of a relationship dynamic, praying. Um, those sort of things and how has it impacted your life? It's impacted my life tremendously I mean in all these ways we could talk mm-hmm. about again the first time going to church I mean that completely changed our life and I definitely give that all to God that was definitely him working mm-hmm. and his doing um you know to just plant a church right outside our house that
0: we could walk and to really and break close. out yes yeah, so and we could just like walk walk yes. over oh. yeah
1: <laughs> um I think I always go back to that because that definitely is the big foundation for myself in the start and completely changed my life and our lives and has brought so much to us that we have needed. Mm-hmm. So um, that's definitely a big foundation. Yeah.
0: And well, you- I like that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I would also like um, agree that church has been such a huge thing. But actually, before I started going to church, well, we all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started watching um, sermons and praying on a regular basis. That's where it kind of started yeah. um, and then I also began to read scriptures which led me to reading the entire Bible yeah um, and I and I actually read the uh, read it through like in full that was like probably like a couple months after all that <laughs> I like, started doing that and then like I knew I believed in God uh, but was missing something mm-hmm. which was the relationship aspect yeah. Um, which I didn't really know before like you know at the time and yes like it's it's impacted my life in many great ways and just gives my life a whole new meaning I think it definitely gives both of us but I've seen a lot in you
1: I've seen a lot in you (laughs) I was not talking close to the mic Uh, um I feel like for both of us but I've seen a lot in you that it's also given something to fall back on something to rely on something to turn to especially in those moments when you're really down about things. Um, it gives you something to turn to and
0: exactly, yeah. help you
1: and us. Oh, so, yeah, that's a good one. I like yours. Um, next question With God in your life, has your perspective of stuttering changed in some way? So, that's obviously for Brittany.
0: <laughs> yes. So, this was a good question. Yeah. Um, I would say that. Yes, um, like I do see it um, as something that he may have allowed for a purpose. I um, agree. I'm not really sure what that purpose could be, but I know that God can use it for my good and maybe use it to help others in some way. Yeah. Um, in, and also just to show, show like, like showcase his strength through me you know um, cuz to cuz cause, cuz cuz to cuz to be honest like this is a weakness of mine something that i feel is a weakness but with his help and strength like i'm i'm able to like endure um those moments of maybe like well of feeling like frustrated and upset you know because of just how i felt about it over the years Um, but where we are weak, he is strong. And I said to you earlier, I was like,
1: it doesn't have to be your crutch. Yeah. Like it doesn't
0: have to be a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. And it does help to look at it like in that way. Um, instead of it being like a crutch, like, no, like, you know, this, this is for a purpose.
1: Yes. I love that. And that's a really good mindset to have with it. So I, I love that. Great answer. Um, have you had any experience you consider embarrassing because of your stutter? Do you have any example?
0: Oh, so I have many of those, but one in particular, um, would be when I've had to say my name, um, in public or like over the phone. Mm -hmm. And when I go to say it, um, like I'm just blocking, like I can't even get it out. And if it's in person, you know, I get the confused looks Um, and I'm just like, wait, wait, hang on. Um, And then like, if it's over the phone, it's like, like just like silent. And then, you know, I've been, you know, um, like the person on the line would, you know, ask me if I was still there. So like those experiences have always been pretty embarrassing to me. Understandable. (laughs) And it still happens. Um, and, like, I'm just, like, used to it. Um, and I don't know if one is worse than the other. But, yeah. Um, but that can be embarrassing. It's a good answer.
1: Yeah. I didn't, I didn't ever know that they would ask you, are you still here? Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah.
0: And I'd be like, oh, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm still here.
1: Yeah. Good answer. Well, that is all the questions we have was, for today. Wow, that was fun. I, I know. This is actually... <laughs> Uh, more fun than like guess I first thought it would be <laughs> no, it was really fun yes. um, and we will definitely do more Q&A's I feel like this is something we could do maybe once a month we maybe, should yeah. yeah more frequently yeah. Uh, more and more people that get to watch our stuff or listen um, <laughs> you know can ask more questions um, and get to know us better um, so yeah this was really fun I really enjoyed doing this with you Um, so thank you all so much for listening and watching thank you so much again for your questions and we look forward to the next one
0: thank you so much for listening